It was pretty much, would you sit on a dick and eat a cake? What? Or would you sit on a cake and eat a dick? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 You have a choice. Like, like if I sit on it, like it's going in me, or if I sit on it, like I'm just it's playing. Well, it's I'm it's going, going, it's like, going in you. No. So if you <laughs> what? So are you? I'll tell you right now, oh, dickhead. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm dickhead. sitting on a cake. I'm, it's fucked up. But you eat a dick So either way, we're going to be so, as gay as so gay. Gay. It's yeah. gay, but I'd rather be like that gay than the other. <laughs> but, 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 but you're sucking dick though. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. You gotta be penetrated. No, it's weird in general. I don't like this question at all. Have no, I'm like, <laughs> because wait, wait, we've we've got an out. I have an out because my ass is only an exit for me personally. I'm not man enough to take a penis. Okay. So you're sitting on the cake. I'm sitting on the cake and eating the dick, but it's not a human dick. It's a cow dick, which is a delicacy. And their cows country. don't have no, dicks. No, this no, is no, a no, human no. penis. Oh. There is no out to this. There's no out. Either you sit on a penis <laughs> but we're not and doing eat a cake. We're, we're not I'm, okay, I have my answer. Or you, is, this dick, is this said dick cooked? Like, is it a raw dick? Like, you're sucking a human cooked? nigga's dick while he goes, oh, yeah, eating right a dick. That means, it's like, a Wesley Pipe's penis in your face. And what? You mean suck a dick? or like You're sucking a dick. You're sucking a dick. Yeah. <sighs> it's sitting on the cake. So you got the moist ass. This wasn't even the question I was going to ask, but now since no, you no, 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 we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. This is bad. I'm not answering. I'm, I can. <laughs> this one got everybody more uncomfortable than uh, Elijah. <laughs> oh shit! The comfort level went from zero to negative ten. This shit frigid right now. It's just like I don't. It's an, no. There's nothing going in there besides a doctor when I when I when I get my. I'm gonna suck a dick. It's getting fucked hurts. Whoa. Okay. I'm nothing's ever going in there, so I know it's going to fucking hurt. No, you can fucking bring it in. I'm not married. I take a dick. So I can't take a dick. So I'm just gonna do what I got done. So I've heard I've heard people say that like yo people make fun of gay people and make them bottoms, and I'm like. Shit, they they taking they taking some shit, they taking some anatomy. Like the male G spot isn't. It's in the ass. That's true. Male G spot. That's true. And women always tell me that, and I always say, "Sis, I don't care where it's at. I know how my dick getting sucked by you feels, so that's good enough." All right. What was the other question? All right. Give me. edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. This is your boy, Ehas, and we are in the building. 
And the bastards are in the building. I'm here. Introduce your goddamn self. Can I go first? Do you think, please? First name Elijah, last name Davis. No affiliation to. Uh, trash. Antonio Davis. Oh. Alright, next. Uh, it, uh, so trash. It, it's Sprat. He was garbage. You boy <sighs> Sprat. What's happening? It's Reef. Let's get to the shits. Let's get to the shits. So. Filet. Wait, so that's where we go? That's where? Let's get to oh, the God. shits. <laughs> <laughs> so what you did was you like specifically started at the ha 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 part. I, that's what I went, it, it stopped it that's right. It's verbal calico Bangkok. Yeah, Yo, so on the sidebar, just that has nothing to do with anything that we're going to talk about in this podcast. Biggie was so fucking good at rapping. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was like a rapping cheat code. Oh, before 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 we get into the actual shits, did you hear what XXX Tentacion said about Tupac? Oh, uh, he was right at your man. That he's better than Tupac. Niggas always try, and you know what's crazy though? I can name, I can name a good list of rappers that are better than Pac. But how about y'all shut the fuck up and start making that impact, that nigga? But made, most of the niggas control. that say they're better than Pac is not better. Than the ones that say it are never better than Pac. <laughs> he said, he said he's way more than Pac. He said I'm Pac. better than Pac. He said Pac didn't do uh, rock music. Pac never made rock music. I did. And, what does that mean? And rock then, music ain't and then academics good. was like Pac was a revolutionary. He's like. Man, it was many revolutionary. I'm better than Pop. Okay, so I ex- so anyway. I love T Grizzly now. I'm fucking this nigga <laughs> up on site. I only hate one nigga at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you rather get that smoke with uh no, you triple X. Yeah, that triple X. No, they get them both fucking. Then they then they get it no, with uh, T Grizzly. T Grizzly really will put hands and feet on you. What are you telling you? Hands and feet. I don't know why when they throw the feet in there, it tags me like that. Because that means you get stomped out. That means the hands were successful. The hands were successful. And now the feet are involved. You're going to get these feet as the third course of this meal. And then, you know, the fucking niggas, niggas nowadays, like, oh, we are fucking now the shooting. Yeah. You get beat the fuck up and shot. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, That's literally overkill. So, yeah. Anyway. The shits. <laughs> so yeah, so it's uh we were we were talking last week and we were talking about a lot of different things, but we never got to what we were supposed to get to, so we decided to save it for this week. Fuck y'all. Um Okay, um this was already recorded, uh this was recorded a little late, but um it's still Go Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles for going to the Super Bowl. Don't lose. Uh please do not lose. Please don't um, lose. So yeah, so Fuck anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're gonna get to this. We was talking about New Year, New Me, um, and the things that people do to change their lifestyle for the better, apparently. And one of those things that I typically find is cutting people off. <sighs> okay, so cutting people off. Uh, <sighs> crack your knuckles. So, you know, I feel like people cut people off, you know, to leave toxic relationships behind them, right? Um, there's many reasons that people leave it, leave relationships or with people. And I'm not talking about, like, just, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance type situation. Yeah, you should wait. But um, we're talking about, like, just friendships, period. Just people leaving your life. Um People leave for spiritual, religious purposes, right? Um, 
sometimes just a personal detox. And sometimes at a family member or partner's request, right? So I just want y'all opinions on this, like this notion of toxic relationships. Like before I I dig in a little bit, um, did somebody have something to say in regards to this? It seems like Elijah got a lot to say. S- no, somebody please go first. Okay. I mean, I'm... No, I don't want to go first. All right, so, wait, so yeah. we're talking about toxic relationships and leaving and shit? Yeah, just toxic relationships and people that leave. Somebody pass me a Hennessy. Oh, she on the brown? <laughs> this, is, this is going to be... Do you have a cup? Because I feel like you're going to take it straight to the head like Pop. No, I... Because Hennessy, enemies, enemies. Oh, you about to snap, yeah. Oh, you're going to take it straight to the head like XXX. XXX, some tossy on He doesn't drink Hennessy. He drinks red wine, bro. It's good yeah. for your heart. No. I think it drinks all his Zay. <laughs> I'm looking at Reef because Reef drinks all his Zay. That was like eight years ago. It was literally eight years ago. <laughs> I grew up. <laughs> that was like really eight years ago. I drink whiskey now. I'm a man. Yeah. Well, I don't know, yo. Some Alize might. Alize might. First of all, I'm not. I, I can get into you. We still got to have a dialogue. Look, <laughs> right. man. I'm, I'm, I'm a double down on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you what you want to do about this, but <laughs> yo, you, y'all definitely might have to shoot that feed. Yo, he might have. Yo, he thought you a coward. Off our coward uh, he thought you a coward. Yeah, that was last week, and you still on this. So I mean, if you gotta do what you gotta do, we can just cut these mics off. Like what's the way you say to Kanye? We I can love cut you, dog, line, bro. We can cut all this shit off. We ain't gotta do this, bro. Fuck well, these mics. We can cut all this shit off. <laughs> Come on, you some kind of fucking show. fucking This show. ain't no fucking show, man. It is a show. Girl. He's on your show. Yo, how are you so mad? You just said fuck my show. <laughs> he said this ain't no fucking show, man. <laughs> he said I was like, what? <laughs> he was so mad when he went to grab the mic, he punched it by mistake. I seen he's like, dude, dude. He's, he's, you know, he's about to bite a hole in his lip. He was pissed, man. Okay, I'm getting y'all off y'all. Yeah, yeah, we was off topic. So, well, well, <laughs> I digress. Anyway, um, yeah, we're just talking about, like, relationships. And I mean, was, I, I've seen it a lot. I've seen a lot of people that say, yo, I'm not dealing with certain people. I'm leaving certain people behind because of whatever reason. They're just ready to, they feel as though that relationship is toxic. It's not doing anything for them. I, I mean, yeah. I can understand that if it's not doing nothing for you. But if you're leaving all these people behind, what's the common denominator to you? So, you got to address the issues first. Huh. That's an interesting. That's interesting. Others is like valid, like something they did, like some shit to violate. Yeah, if it's if it's violent and it, the person is actually really toxic, then mm-hmm. yes, by all means, you should cut them off. But yeah, people but, do shit just because, for selfish reasons, and then try to pin the blame on that else. person. Like everybody's not toxic, and everybody's not your enemy, and everybody's sometimes sometimes ain't disloyal. Sometimes people. People call people toxic because they they call said person on their shit, and that person can't handle it. Yeah. Right. Or you or they call you toxic because you tried to borrow something for somebody they couldn't do it at that time. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I, th- sometimes it is warranted, and you know, but a lot of times it's a very selfish reason why certain people cut certain people off. Or they step away from people, or as the young kids, they ghost from people, mm-hmm. and it's just like, don't mask that, don't mask that in something that makes you the victim. 
Just or, or makes it look like you're doing it for a positive reason. Right. Well, you're not. That's not fraud out here. <laughs> yeah, I think. Just I be think, a fucking adult and stand mm-hmm. in your shit. And again, if you're cutting on twenty motherfuckers, what's the combination? No, the combination between that twenty. That's you. you. Right, right. I was, I, th- I was about to say, like, I think Sprat brought up a very important point, too, in regards to a, you know, a what if you're cutting off so many people, if if so many relationships go south for you, you have to wonder at what point is it not them as me, them, but you, and in, and in fact, you. You know what I mean. And and I think that that's that's a very valid point because we see that all the time. You know what I mean. But, but I don't know. Like I don't want to get. <laughs> I got you know I got a lot to get off my chest for yes, this do I. for this podcast. <laughs> but I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep into it and then because Elijah and I both have privately as we all have spoken privately about this topic. Um, even at the end of last week's show. Um, and uh, I don't want to take any potent points that I also firmly believe in, but Elijah brought to my attention. So I don't want to, unless you want me to talk, I I don't want to take your points because I really was about to go in and I didn't want to say, because you, you really brought some things to light. And I don't want to... Do, do, do can you can use... The, um I don't want to step on your toes, you know what no, I mean? No, 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 So. So, yeah, the ether and shit? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he had a really potent point So, there's a I, lot I, of... I got a mini ether that'll segue into that type of shit. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Yo, what the... <laughs> <laughs> Spray, what the fuck? Spray, you on point. <laughs> Man, it's a, it's a beat episode, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean... I guess maybe, maybe I should... Maybe I should... Maybe we should build like kind of build this up before we get into this because situation. Yeah, so y- y'all, y'all, the overall theme is the same, but I have like a little side section. Okay. As far as like cutting people off, mm-hmm. and and you know people walking in and out, thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean, but I, I just got something to like get off my chest. Like, it's mad people out here that. What I don't like, I don't appreciate personally, is if I have a relationship with you, and I go out my way to support you, and I support you in with where everything you do, you know, you come to me, and you, I allow you, you know, to vent to me your problems, your concerns, and things like of that nature. And, you know, that's what friends are supposed to do. I'm supposed to be here for you. You're supposed to be here for me. So, yeah, you're supposed to, you know, I'll I'll allow you to vent to me. But if you don't reciprocate that, and the only time I hear from you is when you have to vent or you need something, and then you treat me like trash, then that's when I have a fucking problem. Go pass that man to Hennessy. That's when I have a fucking problem. When you do shit like that, and then I'm only uh, an option for you, like for you to get that that crutch, and then I feel like, and then when it's time for me to, you know what I'm saying, get some shit off my chest, you reciprocate, and you're not reciprocating that, that's when I have a fucking problem. Sure. We're just passing out drinks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're getting real. This is gonna be a dark liquor type of show. Keep this show. Keep this show short. I feel like, I feel like. I'm a pretty open and honest guy. I feel like this anybody can come to me 
And the people that take offense to this is, are going to take offense to this. Fuck that. I mean, if you got a problem with it, fucking come at me. I don't give a fuck. Come at me, bro. Um, but I know, like, I know, like, it's people that I know that whether I talk to them today, tomorrow, two years, four years, I don't have to talk to anybody in this room for whatever reason. But I know when I come to them, they they have they'll they have a concern for me. Exactly. I can come to them. I might not come to them because like, damn, they might be going through some shit or, you know, I feel like I can, you know what I mean, get through this by myself. But if I do come to them, I know that they're like, all right. Yeah. We can literally go two months without talking. Yeah. And then when we see each other, I remember when I came back from military training, the, the the warmest welcome I got, I'll never forget that shit. I came back home and everybody's like, oh my God, so great to see you. Oh my God, you've done such amazing things. Like, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. And and I came to Ant-Man Studios and Ant was like, yo, the door's open. And I just walked in. After I was gone for like four fucking months, nobody seen me. And I walked in. And Aunt just looked and ain't say shit. Ayo said, what the fuck? Oh, what's up? <laughs> and I said, now I'm home. Now I'm fucking home. Because we don't overread. Like, exactly. Like, like it, it, and sometimes it's just, you know the people, it's not always just that explosive, oh, dear God, sweet Jesus, I've missed everything about you. <laughs> it's like, like wrong. I watched. Sweet Jesus, what? And Ayo knew, I was, it wasn't like Ayo didn't know I was going. The last place that I went to, I saw my son, I saw my family goodbye, and I went to Ao and Jamar had a show downtown where Ao like played his beats and Jamar rapped over him, but Ao had to like stand on the stage <laughs> doing side. nothing hey, while Jamar hey, rapped. Elijah, Elijah, sidebar on that. I actually going through old videos found that footage of <laughs> us in that show with Ao standing on stage. I was seeing Ao footage of that. Yeah, Ao was on stage. Jamar was rapping. He did sex you up that night. He did sex you um, up. Yeah, and Ao still had braids. And you were there. And I have all that footage. I found it. It's old. That was the last place I went to before I went to boot camp. So the last person I saw before boot camp was Ao. And then the first nigga I seen out of everybody when I got home was Ao. Was ironically, and we never like hang out like that, but. Like I said, it doesn't matter how much you spend time with somebody. It's just you know where somebody's heart is at. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, know how you fuck with somebody. I just walked in Aunt's, Aunt's crib. Ayo was looked up and said, what the fuck? Oh, all right, what's up? <laughs> and he just went back to do whatever the fuck he was doing. I just sat down, and that was it. And I'm like, you know what? Now I feel welcome it's back like, home. Now I'm like, home. I should have played home. I'm but, on home. Shit. But now I'm a lot of segues might know. This whole topic was brought up because of a, a real life experience that happened that I brought to Haas's attention because I felt like it affected Earn more than it affected me. But I was the first one to notice it that somebody decided that we were no longer uh welcome in their lives. Right. Um, and um Let's and, call this person let's call this person Rob. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the only reason I'm using Rob, shout out to to Rob. Uh, he's it's actually so not one of, Rob. He's actually one of my best friends, but I'm just gonna use Rob as just because that was the first name I was thinking about the podcast when I was in the shower earlier. Rob, <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? Right, right, <laughs> right. And then Dave, I, I did wanna, nothing. I just want to make it clear: it's not Rob Coney. It's not Young Rob Slick. Young Slick. Nah, fuck that. We want all the smoke, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> but no, it's it's in all seriousness, it, Rob knows it's not him. It's not him. 
Um, but this is just to use a person as an example. So yeah, so Rob, <laughs> Shout Rob out to the- I woke up at about two something in the morning, and and I, the first thing I always do, people always say like, you know, first thing you should do is kiss your woman. I'm like no, the first thing I do is check my phone because I need to know if anybody I love died. No, her breast stink in the morning. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you were seeing my girl press take in the morning. No, no, Good morning, boo. <laughs> no, that be trash. I don't know why it's how you sound trying to fuck my girl. <laughs> what? Good morning, boo. Why are you laughing? Delicious went left. Yeah, what? You took my character off? It went left. It went left. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It went left. So left. So. Shout out to Ben Shapiro. So. Well, yeah, so back to where I was going with it. So, yeah. Uh, me and me and Haas had a very very long ass conversation through Texas, and I tend to know when Haas is pissed because he'll call me two days later to reiterate everything he texted me forty eight hours prior. And I'm like, oh, this nigga's heated, but I hit him up about it because I knew that the person was extra close to him. Like I was associated with the person we all were, but he was close, like family status almost. Like, been through real shit. And that person decided that we were no longer... They, they unfollowed and blocked on every single strand of social media. That's why effort. So, there are a lot of factors that I have to say. And I don't want people to take away that you just shouldn't cut off toxic people. That is not at all what we're going for here. I am a proponent that I always say that, you know what, you shouldn't burn bridges. But some bridges just might not need to be crossed anymore. You can leave it there, but don't cross it. There are some people that really are toxic. Uh, They can be family, friends, whoever. And there are some people that, not even on a New Year resolution, they should be cut before the New Year gets there because they mean you no good. They mean you nothing but harm. You should cut them when they violate you. Right. Right. Like, no second, third chance is given. It's sometimes that serious. So we're not talking about those kind of people. They need to be excommunicated. What I'm talking about is... The people, when you cut somebody off that is a tried, true, and tested friend, that they've been there for you through thick and through thin, through all of your darkest moments, they've picked you up off of the floor, they supported you in all of your endeavors, and then one day you cut them off on social media or whatever, and that's the end of it. Now, it might not seem like a big of a deal. You know, it's just social media, that's the rhetoric that gets spun. But the fact of the matter is this. It's 2018. You can't use the it's just social media anymore. People literally take their own lives. People take their own lives off of things they see on social media this day, these days. People live stream themselves taking their own lives on social media. So it is kind of that big of a deal. It's not a small issue. Um, and the thing about that is I, I can't support for any reason just cutting off a genuine good friend because you feel as though you are in a different time or place or you found religion or something and you say that this good person is no longer good for me. Unless that person is like really doing something crazy, then yeah. But other than that, I I really can't co-sign on it. And one of the things that I want to point out is that I've, and I've been through this multiple times where, where do you draw the line once you get in a relationship? Of cutting somebody off. Now I can't tell people how to live their lives. Or what to do in that kind of situation. Whatever works for you in your relationship. Your relationship comes first. That's paramount. Your relationship is paramount. However. I feel as though. If my girl asked me to cut off somebody. I would say well what's the reason? 
If she says, well, she keeps on leaving these kissy face emojis on your page, this and that, then yeah. Yeah, that's a good reason. But if she, if say she just wants you to cut off somebody just because, oh, I don't like that person. Exactly. And then say you cut that person off, but then your situation doesn't work out. Exactly. So you just lost a friend for nothing. Egg, egg, exactly. Now, I will say this much. If it's somebody that I just randomly fucked from yeah. like the club or something, I'm not going to go toe to toe with my girl over yeah, this. No, it's that, not worth that's it. That's understandable. Say it's like a female right, friend but or something like that. Right, but for what you're saying, I agree. If it's some like a friend, yeah. like a female friend, and you have some kind of insecurities, then no, because I feel as though my girl shouldn't be asking me to do that. Like mm. I feel as though you can have the male. If those friends have been there by your side, yeah. they're my friends. They're my friends. And you should trust me. Right, and that's a matter of trust because the trust starts with us, not with mm. the third party. If that person is really that insecure that you can't have friends of the opposite sex then there's an issue in your relationship that you need to check yeah. but um yeah House, what was uh what was what was your take you've been kind of quiet about it i don't want to segue too far into it no nah, no nah, you you no nah, you was cool I mean, mean, before you get into that let me get into some more shit oh shit it's this, 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 this nigga came in like he had nothing to talk about he's like no 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 i got all this shit. no 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 no, 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 no. he was ready because i want to give high his, his due time because I feel like he got, has a lot of things to get off his chest. Yeah, I spun that fucking pot. He's <laughs> cooking it up? Yeah, I cooked the it, shit out of that just, pot. And another thing is just the... It's not the gayest shit. All of us, for the most part in this room, are in some type of form of entertainment. And the one thing, another Sprite, thing... what do you do? Sprite makes money. That's okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you, 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 you can't be good if you got every nigga just doing the rapping and singing. And Sprite gonna be the nigga loaning us to fuck <laughs> exactly. Sprite, Sprite just take his percentage and just chill. It's, it's yeah. important to have a nigga where you're like, well, what does he do? None of your business. None Don't worry about Sprite Berg. <laughs> Hey man, stop saying my whole part my whole government. You make you you making my my spot hot. Making, making it hot. Yo, he said he gonna put hands and feet on you by the end of this pot. He the did. Yo, John, yo, Sprat did say he's gonna, gonna put hands and feet on me. I totally forgot that I said I was gonna do that. Because I but, didn't say your nickname yet. But, but go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Reflection. Uh yeah, we all do some type of entertainment. So with that comes the expectation of support, and all of us think that we should get certain support from certain people in our lives that we consider friends. Yeah, it'd be nice. But certain people that we would think support us, they don't. They only come around when it's beneficial for them or it's something popping. And I'm here to tell y'all, and I can speak for all of us in this room, that that shit's, that shit's dead now. You're not going to come around when you want to come around. It's a one-sided relationship. You're not going to use the excuse, oh, man, uh, you know, you should have just hit me up and gave me that personal invite. No, fuck that. That shit is public. You check your Instagram every day. You check your Twitter every day. That shit was out there. If you want to fucking come support, come support. I'm not playing that bullshit game anymore. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm at the point where... I have strangers from other countries that support me. It takes two seconds to share something. Oh, it takes two seconds to like something. Oh, shit. That's I have people who come from out of state to come see me do what the fuck I do. Oh, but you're in the city 
being a fucking dumbass oh, and hanging uh, off somebody else's dick damn. or do, going to somebody <laughs> else's event. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I ain't doing that shit. You're not going to come over and I'm popping and you see me in a picture with somebody or I'm at a certain event. No, fuck that. Shit. I'm cutting you off right now. Well, damn. You know, it's... it's <laughs> So <laughs> that was the glorious bashes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We keep, we gonna keep this Man. one growing. Nah, but uh, that's interesting. Um, for example, I mean, Reef, you brought up like you all, the, come all up, of the everything. You you brought up how like you know you don't want to bring like you don't want somebody to come around when they see you with somebody or you popping or um, within the notion of support. Like I'm gonna get also to what. Elijah was talking about back to the toxic relationships when we talk about support um, from we expect certain support from certain people um, I, I did an experiment and the irony of this experiment is it involves it involves quote unquote Rob so, it, so I posted a, a text that Rob sent me <laughs> it involves. This is going to get weird. This, this is the real Rob. Right. Rob. This is funny. This is very funny. But just follow me here. Just follow me here. Okay. So the quote-unquote Rob that we're talking about, this person, um, sent me a text message saying how uh, my song "First Sunday" on Underestimated Two, which is available on iTunes, Title, Spotify, and all of that stuff now. Download. Um, all it. Uh, my song on uh, Underestimated 2 which is entitled First Sunday which talks about my depression and talks about uh, some things that I went through when I lost a good friend slash co-worker of mine and things like that and my relationship and everything like that um, I uh, they said that that song made them cry it literally made them realize that they were going through a depression um and he texted me and he told me, you know, yo, this really had me in tears. Like, this song was so much to me. How did that make and, you feel? That make you feel well, good? It, 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 that's a whole, honestly, that actually is why I do music. As cliche as that sounds, if you can make somebody feel something, you'll go back and give me a stream the, three I, or four years from now. I, you know what I'm saying? I hate to Which cut I you off, but I had somebody. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm not going to reveal who they are because... At Rob Coney 215. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is called the Rob episode. No, I'll tell y'all, like, after we cut the mics off, who it was. But that person hit me... Somebody hit me up. And I didn't, I didn't see it for a minute because I wasn't Instagram friends with that person. But it was like I caught it on randomly when I was checking my my DMs, and they were like, "Yo, uh, yo, bro, like, I know you openly talk about going through depression and you were going through like a hard time, and you know I got a friend that's going through something, and I just want to know if you could like give them some like inspirational words or words of encouragement or like help them out." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, like, yo, that's what like when I." When I say, like, anybody who need some words, like, hit me up. Hit me up. So I gave a person, like, I told the person, like, yeah, give me the, tell them to hit me up. And here's my personal number. And, like, I was, I, I sat back and I was like, yo, like, that's, that's what I do it for. Like, I do it for people who feeling, like, a little shitty. 
and they need to escape. And the fact that somebody who's a total stranger feels comfortable enough to come to me with their problems, that's exactly what I got into this whole entertainment business for. So when you said, like, that person hit you up saying, like, yeah, your song impacted me that much, I understand how you felt reading that and why Rob did what Rob did affected you so much. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, like that that kind of thing, like, when when they hit me up and said, you know, that they went through what they went through, we had a conversation back and forth, and it was a very long, lengthy conversation. And pretty much, um, I just walked this individual through everything. You know what I mean? Like, through everything. And mind you, this person and I have been friends for over a decade now. For about 12 years at this point. Um, or 11 years at this point. So we've been friends since 2007. And... That's crazy. Um, not one quarrel, disagreement. We've always kept in touch, very consistent for 11 years. I don't have too many people that I was consistently cool with for 11 years. And this individual supported me no matter what, when it came to music, when it came to everything. And I greatly appreciate that. And I try to reciprocate that for this person. And um, pretty much we talked. Okay, so fast forward, we talked. And then... Um, so the one screenshot, I took a screenshot of the comment because I've been posting comments on or messages on my websites, on social media, just to promote my album. So I posted this comment that this individual sent me, but I never, you know, posted the name or I never made it clear who it was. Yeah. Always protected the identity and uh, just to show positivity. And this is the point I'm getting at. Just to show, like, you know, that my, my music is moving people and emotionally. And then nobody really, you know, I got a couple of likes. It was cool. So Elijah sees this. Elijah sees this message that this person sent me. Ha <laughs> ha. And he texts me, I think your album is trash. You should <laughs> keep your day job. Now post this on your little Facebook. <laughs> Now, if anybody knows Elijah and I are not only co-hosts and, and co-workers in this music thing and whatever, we're like best friends. He's a, so, he's a mighty genetic to you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, he might be <laughs> He is the Marty Genetti and <laughs> I am the Shawn Michaels. Michaels. <laughs> right. So, oh, <laughs> so, um, so I posted that and, and, and all sarcasm, I guess it went over a lot of people's heads. I posted what Elijah sent me, and I said that, you know, haters will always, you know, whatever. I said, you know, I won't say any names of who said this to me. And then I added <laughs> Elijah because clearly I'm joking. Yeah, it's clearly sarcasm. So long story short, I had a bunch of people, most family members, family members on, on my page defending me from my co-host. But they and my co-host is trolling the, the whole time, uh, along with a good friend, another friend of mine. Actually, Rob, Rob. <laughs> the real Rob Coney, was they were trolling 
And nobody realized it. They just kept arguing. So then Rob asked those people who are my family. They asked them. And it's okay because they're not going to listen to this podcast either. Mm. Um, so they're never going to hear this anyway. That's which crazy. Is, which is pretty sad. That's crazy. Um, and if they do, that's fine. But they won't because they don't listen to my music. They don't listen to the podcast. But they wanted to put on this front because they know that I have the potential to move to a top tier. So they're arguing with Rob and Rob goes, okay, question. Um, what song of his was on the radio? And what major artist did he beat out? <laughs> um, what's your favorite song on the album? Uh, what Did you go see him when he was in concert with Pusha T, with B.O.B., with Cameron? Did you see him do all of this stuff? And nobody responded. And the, they didn't have a favorite song. The funny thing about that, the person that was showing you that sent you the text messages is on the goddamn album. Yes. Elijah is on the album. <laughs> so you clearly don't listen to the album and you clearly don't listen to the podcast. His profile picture is from the photo shoot of our podcast. <laughs> so, so you don't know. Rob, I get. The real Rob, ladies and gentlemen. I get that. Because he's not but Elijah you didn't realize the person that said this was my co-host yeah. you didn't go to his page and look and then see me on his page in pictures with him you didn't see my podcast pictures that I posted and he's there with him on there with all four of us taking pictures together so it kind of hurt my feelings to be honest because I'm like this these are my family members you know <laughs> and they're not they don't really give a shit but when I do shows, let's say I do an independent show, when I do a show like the TLA, um, they don't come out. But if I say I had a show with a big artist. First, first one that's for tickets. When I did a show with Pusha T, I was getting calls from all kinds of family members and friends that I never hear from. But they only did it after they seen that show. I posted about 40 other shows that you could have got cheaper tickets for. Because you have no interest in seeing me. You have an interest in seeing that artist. But you're going to act like, oh, I can support him too. But I'm really here for, that for Cameron. I'm really here for Pusha T. I'm really here for B.O.B. or Tiana Taylor. I'm not really here to, yeah, I just plug people that I opened for. <laughs> oh, oh wait, you talk did, your shit. You did Tiana Taylor? Yo, that show was popping. Yeah, at the Trocadero. Uh, Am I was that the same night as B.O.B.? Nah. No, no, no. That's my birthday. No, that what was a different. That was a different. I was at the B.O.B. I don't. Oh, yeah, I was at the Tiana Taylor one. Tiana Taylor, yeah, Tiana Taylor. Yeah, she's cool as fuck. That's dope as fuck. You don't get no pictures with these people? You don't want to be that guy? Yeah, it's crazy. I've never really done, I never really did (laughs) pictures because I didn't want to be that. I I really didn't. But it's not. No, no, I I fully understand. But the thing is, though, it's okay because you're really not that guy. You're not. But it's just a moment for me. I'm just not pulling out my phone. I take it. So hold up. Sidetrack from everything we're talking about. I got to say that you don't toot your horn on certain shit. Nigga, you literally chilled and rode around Philly with Ludacris one time, and you never speak on that yeah, shit. You don't talk your shit about Do you that. remember that shit? Didn't he buy oh, yeah. something from, from Rite Aid? From fucking, no, 7-Eleven. No, no, it was from Rite Aid. It was Rite Aid? Mm-hmm. Rite Aid's right down the street. Don't say Yo, yeah. went in there together, or he sent somebody in there? No, uh, no, we went in together. So it you was and Ludacris. And two of his people, I think, one like his bodyguard, and I met Ludacris on two, two occasions. One occasion was... It was just Niall and I were walking at the... This was during the All-Star weekend when it was in Philadelphia. So that's how long ago this was. Um, we we go and we get to this certain part and we see Luda. I'm like, oh shit, that's Luda. And his bodyguard legitimately like punches me in the chest. <laughs> like immediately. He's like, back up. 
And then Luda goes, yo, chill. And he says, look, I can't stay. I can't take a picture, but let me dap you up. And he dapped me up, and that was cool. That's right. But the second time, he opened at um, a school. college I used to go to. School should not, and, should not um, be named. And he, he ends up, he's, he's doing this spring concert at this school. And we leave the school, and we go down the street. There's a Rite Aid. And, but before that, I'm backstage with him. Like, and, and he's just like, he daps me up. He's talking to me backstage. And then he just goes, yo, you want to go to Rite Aid? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, is there a store around here? And I said, a Rite Aid down the street. And he was like, he looked like he didn't know what a Rite Aid was at first. from Georgia. But, um... <laughs> But we proceeded to hop in the car, yeah, and and he bought me. He was like, "You want anything?" And I, and what do you say to a millionaire? Like, I'm like, "Yo, I don't want to overstep my boundaries and say I want like a bunch of stuff that I don't I, even want." I, I just want, want to see you the buy store. Them. No, you just say, nah. "I want a chain of these right here." Nah, no, you say, "No, it's cool," and then he's gonna be like, "Oh, well, no, I got you. Go get, go get something." I'm asking. I want Bernie's burgers. So we want. say that to say, yeah, Ludacris cut us off. He's the nigga we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but but <laughs> all right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. But the point is that people don't reach out to you unless it's their benefit, right? So oh. so <laughs> so um. Hey. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, uh, it was crazy that it's crazy that like we talked about with this whole situation, mm-hmm. people always try to support you. When it benefits them, and mm-hmm. I and I like I said, I'm a whole heart. Like when this person, like I was talking about, um, fast forward because I got all discombobulated and the henny got to me. But um, that was one part of it, Reef. Like the people just come out to support when it benefits them. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna go back to this individual that I was close to, uh-huh. and Elijah said, like Elijah said, Elijah brought it to my can I, attention. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, this is really quick. Okay. If you were, you know, a friend, confidant, such and such, would you support somebody, right, even if it didn't interest you? Like, um, I have no, I have no interest in what you're doing. So I'm it just not all gonna, depends on the volume of support. I'm not going to be at events all the time for shit no, that no, I really no, just, don't. No, 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 just wait. simple. If the person asks you for bare minimum support, just like, like emotional retweet. support, like I'm not asking you to come out to anything. No, no, no. Of course, I would. So always you would cheer feel some type of way if somebody, if somebody hit you up, was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't give you the support I think that you need because I'm just not interested interested in what you do." Uh I don't know because, like I said, I I would definitely feel like some type of way for sure, like. And you and you're going out of your way to support that oh, yeah, person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I would feel Even, some type of way. Yeah. And you might not give a shit about what they do. Fully, Leaf is hot right now. Yeah, he on. He on. Fully, fully. you y'all, might not fully give a shit about what they realize, do. You realize? You realize? I've been trying to tell this story of Reef and just getting I'm, right I'm back sorry, at I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, no, I'm just no, no, sorry. Reef is shit off. Reef is waiting for this moment. Reef is a gunshot right now. Reef is waiting for this moment. I feel like all the podcasts led up to this from Reef. This is his Gohan Super Saiyan 2 version, right? No, no, because you know me. I'm very, very tranquilo, but like, I'll be like, you're not tranquilo today. You want all the fades and smokes. No, I'm just like, I'm just trying. I go to you guys, you know, to get shit in perspective because I know sometimes I get inside my own head. 
Yeah, I don't want to go inside my head. It's terrifying there. Yeah, Reef is hot. Reef is definitely hot right Reef, now. Reef on war. Yo, he can't. He's coming in hot, man. Yo, he won war. He Reef is Reef is coming in hot, man. Colin Memphis is bleak right now, man. But but yeah, but no, nah, I, I get what you're saying. I, no, I feel like at the bare minimum, you should be supporting your friends because at the end of the day, you need to pay somebody what they're worth, in my opinion. Or you should you should at least be doing that now because later there's going to be so many people and the noise is going to be so loud. You're going to be expecting them to pay attention to you when you haven't been there from the beginning. So why would they? You're just another voice in the crowd. Yeah, that wasn't there before. You know what I mean? So exactly, because I don't. What, and you can go on the rest of your spiel, but I just don't like when someone says that and then they try to leave that little hope for opportunity. Well, I I don't know what the future holds, but for right now, I just can't give you the support that I think you can get. No, right. get the fuck out. <laughs> No, you either I, in or you out. Right. Pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a side. You're not coming back when I'm popping off mm-hmm. or you feel like it's benefit for you or you go through some other shit and then you need you need me to come back in your life to make you feel better. Nah, fuck that. Nah, you either okay. in or you out. No, nah, I get it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and that and that leads me to what I was gonna say, like about like what happened like elijah said that you know he he realized that said person had blocked all of us that's on social media and when i mean all of us i mean the entire glorious bastards that's wild and typically things like this don't bother me and and what's crazy about this podcast is that <coughs> this just might be pivotal because i believe that said person will hear this I believe that said person secretly still listens to this podcast, but said person may have had an external influence that prevented said person from listening to this podcast or interacting at all. Because like we said before, to block multiple people. That's a lot of effort. On every Every, social media outlet. That is Mm. a very meticulous premeditated thing to do this is not a oh shit i blocked you in reef and 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 elijah and spread and you know what i mean all on instagram twitter and facebook by mistake and snapchat by mistake those are three to four different social media websites that you blocked Five to six different people on. And the crazy thing about that, one word talking about it, I realized you blocked me and I was talking to you like three days beforehand. So, so I, and, I'll, and I'll say this, I'm not dissing said person. I'm, I'm just not, like in all seriousness, I'm Rob. not dissing said person. <laughs> no, we dissing you, Rob. What's happening? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing said person. But what I'm saying is that it, it fucking hurts. It fucking hurts. Um, because we have been friends for over a decade and you know in your heart and if you're listening you know in your heart that i did nothing nothing to you i've never said anything malicious to or about you and i've always showed you love we were just talking about something personal beforehand yet you go and you do this um, so yeah, it, it's fucked up. So you maybe you need to check yourself, and maybe you need to do some soul searching. But like I say, you got every right to leave a toxic relationship. Yeah, but every right. But at the end of the day, do remember 
that it is not your right to come back when you're ready. No. At at that point, it is in the hands of the other person that you left. Yeah, no, you made that you made that choice now. You gotta just live with all consequences. Right. And 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 you don't get to come in and out of my life as you please. At um, all. You know, I, we we have an age old sentiment. Um are you about to say something? Okay. Uh we have an age old sentiment of I know my mom used to say it. A lot of black people moms used to say it, grandmas used to mm-hmm. say it when we play outside and we come in and out the house and mama say, You ain't gonna keep running in and out of my house. Well, my house is my life. Either you come in and you stay in yeah. Trust. or you or you leave and you stay out. Preach. But you don't get the right to come in, eat some food, put your dirty sneakers all on my rug, and sit on my furniture with the plastic on it and shit. You running my bills and up. Running, Talk to them, huh? Letting the heat out. Letting, the, okay. letting all the heat out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you just go back outside and play with your, your friends. When I ask you how your day was, you don't want to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's the age-old sentiment of you're not going to run in and out of my house. And I think people get too complacent. Because, and I, and I blame myself. My Me personally, I blame myself. I blame my character. I blame my overly forgiving and at many times very passive character of I'm very fearful of confrontation with people that I love. Yeah, I'm I am, the same way. I am fearful of confrontation. And I perceive confrontation sometimes in places that it might not be confrontation it's okay to tell somebody the truth it's okay to say no to somebody but i don't do that so in the end i suffer in the end i'm the one that goes oh shit uh you know i'm the one that's left but because they know Haas is the nice guy Haas is gonna come back or Haas will allow me to come back Haas is cool like that the nice guy like they say in my profession I don't want a nice guy in my firehouse. A nice guy gets you killed. And that goes with real life. A nice guy will get you killed, whether that's figuratively or literally. Um, it's just not the way to go. Learn the power of no. Learn to tell some, tell a motherfucker. You're motherfucking right. Nigga. No. Talk to learn, to, learn to tell them no because if you don't tell somebody no, what happens is you start to breed self-hatred. You start to have a lot of negative energy within yourself because you're exerting a lot of energy to other people. And now you're wishing, fuck, now that person is doing this. I dropped everything I had to do. So many times I've had shit on my itinerary and I've dropped it to help somebody else. And now I'm sitting here like, fuck, I need to lose this weight. Well, you know why? You dropped going to the gym to go help this motherfucker. You dropped writing this song to help this motherfucker. You drop everything you're doing to take this person out and now you're spending money and not paying your own bills. Hold on, hold on. I I really want to get real with y'all for a moment. (laughs) And and, and this podcast was supposed to be short. We came in here and we said, yo, it's supposed to be short. But while I'm talking, I really want to just get this off my chest. I don't want to preserve it because I'll forget later. And um, what you do is, what you end up doing is you end up sacrificing everything that you want to be 
for somebody else to help them be where they want, be who they want to be, and get to where they want to go. So many times, now I'm not saying even as an artist, right? Reef, you talked about music or entertainment. Even as an artist in this city, I look at the people that I support. And I, what I've learned as a seasoned vet in this city and as, as an MC period is that I don't support people in expectation for anything in return anymore. Yeah, I don't ask anybody. Exactly. I don't go to a show and hope that they're going to come to mind. I right. expect them and they're not going to do it. And I've learned the hard way when that used to be my expectation. That if I do for somebody, they'll do for me. No. I've been to plenty of hip-hop artists' shows. And they know that. These motherfuckers know I be at their shows. That's how they know me. They ain't know me from no fucking EI show unless EI's performed on the same bill with them. They ain't never been to a fucking one-way ticket show. They ain't never came to the TLA to just see EI's. But EI's has been to their show. How many times have I dragged y'all to see artists that maybe personally you really don't give a fuck about seeing and y'all have made it vocal. And I'm like, oh, I just want to go support. Oh, we played a drink game about a couple niggas, but that's how it's Exactly. <laughs> so that's my point. You know, we, I, my, my resume is written on the wall. Like, all you have to do is put an E-HOS on Google and you can find out every little thing I've done. And I can prove it. I don't have to sit here and say any pretty words, but I've done it. Because I'm a seasoned fucking vet in this game. That's been in this for over 10 years doing on-stage shows. And I don't get on a stage until I'm paid now. So I can flex all day. But I won't because I still show love to people. But I also realize that that love is not given back to me. And it's not given back to us because clearly if we're friends outside of this music shit. If we're friends and I talk to you about your family issues. I talk to you about everything. And as far as I know, we great. And then I turn around and now I can't even get in touch with you. Hey. Elijah, you want to say something before uh, I keep going? Because so, I'll keep going. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm trying to. And I was about to piggyback on something that you didn't say. I'm, I'm going to talk down, and say that shit you, now. Yeah, it's going to lead up to that. So, one of the biggest issues that I have with that is like, what was the last thing you just said? You remember? That, um, about the reciprocation thing, about people not, because they're not going to give us the same love we give them. It was something after that, though. It was something about, like, you, I think it's like something you figuring something out or something. But one of the issues that I have, and and again, I want to keep on saying this every time I speak, because you get the few people that they hear what they want to hear out of a podcast. You mm -hmm. defend one thing and you, like attack another and they're like well I feel like <laughs> 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 and he goes so far off the fucking you better rails. not rants he does you better not nobody's saying that you shouldn't cut off toxic people okay if, if, if your spouse is whooping your ass yeah cut them the fuck off if your spouse and get them arrested if your spouse is cheating on you consistently yeah cut them the fuck off if your spouse if you're just not happy with your spouse and y'all been trying and trying and trying and it's not working it don't even have to be that extreme you have a right to leave every relationship if you're, you're in if you if you if you have a person in your life that has tiny hands and an arms face and he talks kind of like this you have the right to impeach him you have the right to impeach him you have the right to impeach the motherfucker Jesus oh man I, I, <laughs> But, Jesus. I think I'm going to, going to get back on the rails here. But, 
the worst thing you can do. <laughs> the worst thing you can do to a good person that's been there is one day decide without their consent, without any kind of prior acknowledgement to the buildup of you cutting them off, is cut off a person that's been there for you unconditionally, unconditionally through thick and through thin, cut them off and shit. then leave them by themselves to figure out what they did wrong. Talk you leave shit. them to pick up the pieces when they didn't break it in the first no, place. That's, exactly. a, that's a personal issue. Like you cut the person off, but it's all right. about you. And and the biggest issue I have with that is, and I've been through that many times. And the thing that pisses me the fuck off that I'm shutting down from now on. I don't care how people take it. Whenever I go and I express that, people always say, "Yeah, well, mm, Elijah, did you?" That's how they sound. <laughs> Did you ever, like, put yourself in their shoes to feel how they... Fuck their fucking shoes. Because you know what You know what happens? No. Maybe Elijah has issues of his goddamn self. First of all... Did you put yourself in Elijah's shoes? Did you ever think that maybe Elijah had a bad fucking day today? Did you ever think that Elijah didn't deserve to wake up at 2 in the fucking morning to see that you told him, subliminally, without his consent, you were no longer... Were, you were no longer uh, willing to have him in your life. Do you ever think that maybe Elijah has fucking abandonment issues from his fucking dad and half his family leaving him oh, as a real. baby? To sit here to wake <laughs> up at 2 in the morning to now you leaving him as a fucking adult? But I gotta keep on putting myself in these proverbial shoes because I have to be the prog the progressive bigger person. Now they want you to be objective, but how about right? How about you're telling me how how I'm supposed to feel? But when I start talking like this, well, you're out of pocket. Well, maybe that person was out of pocket for releasing subliminal demons that were there from the beginning that you should have seen. But I gotta keep on putting myself in these shoes to understand how you feel because of your insecurities. But nobody wants to talk about mine. But that's fine. But the biggest slap in the face, and this is what me and Haas have been talking about and building up to, the biggest slap in the face isn't you leaving. It's when you come back. It's when you come back like nothing ever the fuck happened. Oh, it's when, it's when you block and unfollow me. Then I'll wake up at 3 in the morning to see Rob is refollowing you again. <laughs> As if nothing ever happened. Like, I'm supposed to just, and I'll leave you there following me. But you can call it petty. Like I said, this is 2018. It's no longer a matter of it's just social media. No, that's a big fucking deal. Because nowadays, the leading you on Instagram or Facebook is... That, that supersedes the leading of phone number nowadays. And you know what? I just want to make, a, I just want to make an acknowledgement because I think when he hears this, he's going he's gonna to hit me up and he's going to say something. This is not about... Uh, shout out to, to Nate Nizzle. Um... <laughs> Nate, Nate and I have had this argument. Oh yeah, he's many, gonna... <laughs> many a times, and he's gonna tap his chest very hard for this, um, <laughs> because we get on him for being upset about someone in our, well, in my group of friends that ended up unfollowing him, and he get he get upset about a couple people unfollowing him, and then just refollowing him or never un or just unfollowing whatever. And he's just I've... to this day he still goes. Fuck that person. They unfollowed me. And then I, I defend him. I defend that person because that particular person that unfollowed him is stupid and doesn't remember where he's from. He doesn't he doesn't never he never really talks to Nate, so he didn't know. But the point is that Nate did bring this up. So I do wanna give kudos to Nate. Um 
the issue we had about this wasn't necessarily because I disagreed with him, but it just was. About it was a person. whole. It was an entire different story. That's another story. But bottom line, kudos to Nate for that. But go ahead. And I might have agreed with him back then because I've always said I've I've always said I don't once you unfollow me, I have the app because I don't like that. The thing about it is, I don't post a whole lot on social media. A lot of people will follow me get, to get their followers up and then unfollow me like the next fucking day. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get the Insta follow app just to know when people are doing that shit. And I just unfollow them. I'm not going to sit here and watch. What kind of narcissist are you to think that you're just going to unfollow me and I have to sit here and watch your fucking day-to-day life unpl- unfold? Like, who the fuck? I don't even follow celebrities. Oh. If you get if you get my Instagram, I, the only celebrity I follow, the only people that I follow that don't follow me back, is The Rock, because it's fucking The Rock, <laughs> and Filet. Um, you need to follow Will Smith. But Will, Smith Will Smith body Instagram, yo. <laughs> like, listen, Will, Will Smith, I I I I tend to follow. I tend to go to him on YouTube to hear his. Listen, his no, stuff. he's body Will Instagram. Smith, he's body Instagram. He's body Instagram. He's body. Yo, okay. he's killing it. So after this day, be sure because of how and spread and reef, I'm going to be following also Will Smith. Will Smith's Instagram is God's. Kevin Hart to too, or no? Does it matter? Kevin Hart. Kevin is, Hart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Hart is, is a poor His nation. first wife, too. that's a whole other topic for me and Hostin. Yeah, but let's get back to it. get back. But, like I said, the biggest slap in the face is not the unfollow. It's you following me back like nothing ever happened, and I'm supposed to be cool with that shit. No, I'm not. Until we have a talk, you're not, you don't, as, as childish or bitch made as this might sound, <laughs> it's not fucking fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to you to be able to sit here and say when we have a relationship or a friendship. It's not fair to say when you can cut it off and I have to keep on going along with the waves like one of those dude bros on a surfboard in San Diego waiting for a great white shark to eat him. It's not fair for me to get strung along with all this shit of being a father, a boyfriend, an airman or whatever. All the shit I got to unpack at the end of the day to unpack when I'm allowed to speak to you. That's one of the most narcissistic fucking things. And like I explained to Haas, people, and I've been through this before, people come back and they hit you with the same thing. It's the, you know, like I said, like, what made you hit me up after two years? What made you re-follow me? Well, you know, here it goes. I, I, I just missed you. You know, I yep. really missed you. And I just miss and, everything about you. And why do they miss? And why do they miss miss you again? It, it, it's hilarious why they miss you because and then see the old me would have said, "Oh wow, they missed me," and be moved by it. But the new me is like, "You miss me because of the feeling that I gave you." The you miss me. Say it again for the for those who didn't hear it, and say you, it again for the Doctor Umar. You effect. missed me for the feeling that I gave you. You cut me off. Then realize you didn't find that many people that were as honest as I was with you. You didn't find that many people that were eccentric and could give you good stories of naming dinosaurs or Marvel characters and stuff. You realize that you didn't have enough people in your life that can make you laugh the same way I made you laugh consistently. And once you realize you cut off a good person, you didn't realize that I was hurting or that I was picking up pieces you and all of your selfishness, you said, I need that feeling back. You had right. a void to feel. I always say people, a lot of people don't like, they don't like you. They like the idea of you. 
They like the idea. They, 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 they don't like... They don't like the reject reef, the person. They like the brand attached to it. All the attributes, the the, the eccentricness, the the weird things, the oh shit, you can't say that out loud, but I'm coming. I was thinking it, buddy. They 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 they, they love it because a lot of people in this day and age they follow the same formula. And I can say one thing is for sure and two is for certain. Every every woman that I've dated, they've all said the same thing about Haas, about Reef, about Spread, about AL. And Nate, they say, how did all of you guys find each other? Because they didn't know that this many motherfuckers existed that banded together. Like, yo, you guys, you just have genuine fun. I just love watching you, hearing you. Then they cut you off and then realize that they go into the world and they, they're hit with this. Hey, yo. Hey, hey, yo, bitch, give me your number. <laughs> give it to me. Hey, you, you wanna come over? And then her girlfriend's like, uh-uh, bitch, I told this one girl she better get out of my fucking face with that weave in her fucking hair and child support. Let's talk about child support. You know how hard it is to find people? You know how hard it is to find people in our community? Go on, go, on, go on social media. You know how hard it is to find motherfuckers? And I hate to say it, but I can say it. I'm from the culture. How hard it is to find black people that can have an in-depth conversation that isn't A, child support or B why do men cheat you know how hard it is to find motherfuckers that can say you ever think about time travel you ever think about like the planets that are outside of this solar system you ever think about like yo what if we could bring dinosaurs back and a spinosaurus and are you, sh are you shut the spindillus dude that's that's tail that's for you that's tail for you that's the second time that you mentioned that dinosaur in the <laughs> Like that's his dinosaur now. That's the main but one. But the one that I what was the one I told you to Google eyes? Oh, I forget. With that, the big that, ass hands. I sent you a picture of it. <laughs> I think it was either Therizina or Dino. Get Kyrus. back on track. Get back on track. But I'm back on track now. <laughs> but do you know how hard it is to find it? And we've had instances where people that were in a restaurant just came up to us and said, "Listen, we saw young guys come in, and we heard you guys getting loud, and we're like, oh no, they're about to be really annoying.' But we were just like listening to your stories, and you guys didn't curse one time, bro. We went to a wrestling event, and a mother with her two said they enjoyed the show said, of us more than the show. Yeah, they said they enjoyed our commentary on the wrestling. It was me, Reef, and Haas, and we and I was Dick riding Randy Orton as any American should against yeah, John Cena. He is yo. I've realized Randy Orton. Continue, 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 continue. But continue. yeah, they said this. This lady said that. Said me and my two sons enjoy listening to your commentary more than we did watching the wrestling. You guys should be down there. We were. I remember another time. In cheap seats. We were just sitting downtown by, uh, like, the Festival Pier, and we were just talking, and this random guy goes, hey, I don't know who you guys are, but you guys are hilarious, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys need some type of platform to, exactly. to express what you guys do, because I thoroughly enjoy just overhearing what you guys say. And, and, and boom, just, that's how you have to, and just to, just to We are not by any means blowing our own horn, although if we could... You would hear it all the way in fucking Sudan oh, somewhere. I'll definitely give myself a dick flute solo. <laughs> but it just goes back to the motive that when a lot, of, and this is to anybody that's hearing that, because you might get hit with it too. When those people come back with the I miss you, it's not because it's some heartfelt thing to show you how great you are. It's because they realize the error they made. And they can't fill that void with anybody else. So they come back to you because they can miss. And a lot of the times, you know what they do? And this is the biggest slap in the face. 
They'll come back, but they'll keep you secluded somewhere. They'll let everybody else know that they're talking to you. They'll just keep you in a little text and deleted here and there or a, a, a DM. But they won't be seen with you on the streets. It, it, it's the most it's the most disrespectful thing you can do. And I know we got to wrap it up soon and I'm not going to say too much more, but I'm not here to vent. <laughs> no, no pun intended. You got, you got that off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this to anyone that's listening. If you have a toxic, a, a genuinely toxic relationship, please, by all means, do whatever is in your power to cut that off. We do not, in the glorious bastards circle, promote toxicity. Did I say that right? I did. Aunt said I did, so I believe it. Um, but if you have genuine good people that are in your life, just hold on and cherish them. You don't get too many of those things in our in our in our time period. You do not get that many. It's to the point where the minimum is the bar, where a genuine truth, a truth, a truthfully genuine, honest person, might be one of the greatest things you can have in your 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 time and age hold on to that cherish it do not let it go for anything and if there is a third party that is saying that you have to let that that truthful honest genuine god-fearing good-hearted person go you know what maybe you should say well here's a, here's a second ultimatum maybe you shouldn't be having me choosing this why can't we all coexist mm -hmm. Why can't we all just talk about this? Why do we have to be on opposite spheres of this? Because 9 times of 10, they feel threatened for no reason. And that plays into their insecurity. Yeah, that's insecurity. Right? And if a person has an insecurity, don't cut them off. Work with that insecurity. Try to find the root of it. Try to remedy it. But, but if, do not let that damage who you are. True, but you can work on it once. If, but you got to make the decision if it's worth your time or not. If it's exactly. not worth your time, it's not. And, and Sprat has just let the choir sing. <laughs> <laughs> And now, and now I'm just imagining like 13 sprats with Rosemary like fra la 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 fra la 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 pi sal sal pi sal sal hallelujah that's that sounds like a phrase like as an old woman in a church yeah you, you totally just let the quiet you totally pushed my voice everything about sprat is just cartoonish to me like, I don't know why so yeah. random. Ha, did I stir the pot up enough? Are you stirred? You want another round? You want to uh, say something? No, no, I think, I've, been stirring, I think that, I've been stirring that pot for a good two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that, that it was, it was everything was pretty much, uh, you know, everything was pretty much touched on. I mean, honestly, no, I think we touched on everything. I mean, I, I think that um, just the moral of the story is like that relationships are not one-sided. I mean, you have every right to leave without an explanation. But do remember that if you come back, you are required. You are required at the very least, if you are even allowed back into my life, we are going to have, we are going to, what is, what do we say? We're going to start a dialogue. We are going to start, start a motherfucking dialogue. Right. So, um, we're going to have, we're going to have a conversation about this. Like, um, in all honesty, you know, I talked and we, we spilled a lot of personal shit on this one, but I think that, um. You know, I was really offended, and that wasn't even the first time this has happened, and it wasn't even the first time that this happened within this particular time period. Like this, no. this happened. You got two for one week. This happened right two times in the same week. Pass the honey again, please. With two different people. Wait, that, what? But one, I understand, and I get it. 
So I left it alone. But the method of it was bullshit. The method was bullshit, and you should have just left me alone from the rip. But I'll leave that where it's at. In regards to the other individual, you know, we had a relationship. And being that this individual listened to this podcast every week faithfully, I have faith that this person will listen to this one. And I just want to send that message to this person and just say, like, I don't understand where this all came from. We did nothing to you. I know where this shit came from. Maybe. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not even going to speculate <laughs> because at the end of the day, somehow shit always fall back on Haas. And put that shit on reef. Nah, but it's just going. That's just how it's going to go. But fall. at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, whatever the reason is, if somebody told you to stop... Or if you decided that you're like, just fuck us or whatever, it you know what it did to me? It hurt my feelings because, like I said, we were friends for a very long time. So, and like I said, I've gotten this many times. And this is why I tell people when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're friends with both people in the relationship, when those two people have a falling out, learn to stay neutral. Yeah. Learn to, even if your allegiance is to one person... Learn to remain cordial with the other. If you, unless they did some crazy shitty stuff, like if if I have a female friend and her boyfriend, you know, punched her in the fucking teeth, I don't care if they back together or not. I still don't fucking like the dude. No, you don't fuck with that person. And, True. And that that's something that's an extenuating circumstance. But if you guys just had a falling out for whatever relationship reason that has nothing to do with me. Which leads me to another person who did that shit to me with my last relationship. Um, I mean, oh shit! I forgot about that one. Right, she totally. I, yeah, and I she, I met her this same time that I met the Rob, other person, Rob. said person, Rob. Rob and, and Larry. we all went to the same college together. Rob, shout out to St. Mary's University, St. <laughs> John's. Somewhere, I was thinking like, I don't even know what I did. Yo, he probably sent me this long ass text yo, message. I'm like, nigga, the real Rob is so innocent in all yeah, of this. He did, he did nothing. He's done he nothing, nothing but be a good supporter of everything. He's just right. out there, just being a good father and being a light skinned male. And, and we don't hit him up. <laughs> and we can see how his Go to the Northeast, so fuck. Um, yeah, so, anyway, the point is that that happened to me before, and um, it's just sad. It's just sad that this continuously happens where people decide to leave your life, and like Elijah said before, just come back when they want. Oh, no. and, and because they have this vision of our character as... It's okay. They will accept what I will give them, oh, oh, no, no matter what no. it is. See, my th- my my thing is when you leave for no reason and try to come back. At that point, I know what it is. So, I turn to the opportunist. So you're going to get used on my time. And so I feel hey, like, listen, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, no, no this this is what I do. I'm I don't all for cause it because I don't care. You find me cool, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that. But you cut me off for no reason and you try to come back. I'm like, oh well, since I learned from that first time, I know what it is. Oh no, you're my pawn now. This is my game of chess. Right. So we're gonna play my rules. Facts. And, and especially if there's no um explanation given. Oh, if it's not oh, you're gonna play with my rules and we're right. gonna play this game. Right. And and this, this is how certain certain uh, um tours were started in two thousand sixteen. So Yeah. So I get it. The reparations. <laughs> I get it. 
so I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that. I think we touched on everything for the most part. Um, we could go on and on about this, but moral of the story, boys and girls, like, treat people right. You know what I mean? Don't fuck people over and then think that you could just walk back into their life, use them, um, not support them, but then expect to get support back and expect to piggyback when you see them kind of sort of near a celebrity or whatnot or what have you you need to legitimately show support like others are showing support to you um it it, especially if you're friends but like i said as i grow just have to know the harsh reality is you ain't getting the same shit you putting out not not in regards to support you ain't getting it i think if i'm a firm believer also that if you put positive energy into the world it will somehow get back to you but it won't come through that person no it'll it'll come back to you at some point but not through that person and then you treat treat the person on case-by-case basis so i treat the person as an option instead of as a um, necessity yeah so i don't think um i don't think that uh you know uh, I think that this podcast will be heard and there will be words and that's fine with me because Fuck. I'm here for the dialogue, you know. But, uh, yeah. That was a very lengthy conversation. Um, we expected to do this under an hour and we were over an hour, like about an hour and 15 minutes. Alright, so the question is would you rather Never, ever, ever, ever in your life have alcohol or be, you know, you will be sober mm-hmm. forever. Fuck that right? shit, all that shit. Or show up to your child's graduation completely, fuck, I mean completely <laughs> wasted. I'm showing up. I'm showing up completely. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I mean to your child's biggest moment of his life like college? right there. College? His biggest graduation of his life. I'm trying to fuck up. Fuck I, it. I, I, and I'm not talking about fuck. Like, like listen, it's a different kind of fucked up. Like this is, this is like falling. Damn. This is throwing up all over the place. <laughs> this and is they, and they you his pop. And you're his pop. It's pretty much you're and a bigger you're... spectacle than a graduation. Yeah. Right. Sober or embarrassed son on the, right, sober. On the biggest moment of his life or never ever in your life have alcohol or have the feeling of being buzzed again. What? I'll, I'll put in substitute weed too. You can't. You cannot. I don't have a child yet. So I value marijuana <laughs> and alcohol more than I value so, my that is my boyfriend that is true. daughter. So y'all can take that as y'all want. I'm be stoned. So as a Rolling. man that has a child, yes, I want to hear from the fathers on this one. And I'm a, let me start it off first. <laughs> as a man who, in the the realm of godfatherliness, shares a child with Haas, weirdly, as this sounds. That sounded so bad, yeah, but go that ahead. That's all right. That's probably his mom texting me saying, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, um, with that being said, and this is going to be the most selfish thing I've said in the last... Last week and a half. Six hours. Thomas in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So... If it comes down to me, 
never touching alcohol. I don't touch weed, period. So, if it comes down to me never touching alcohol again, never getting you buzzed, pussy. tipsy, drunk, any of that, as opposed to being throw up, somebody has to hold me up, carry me out. There's an ambulance, there's medics working on and me you, while and, my and child. Your son, and your son is crying for two reasons because he thinks you're going to die and because you ruined everything before you died. Right. If it comes down to that, I'm going to pick. I'm still getting drunk, and I'm going to show up to my son's graduation like that. For two, <laughs> for two, for two mega reasons. One being selfish, and one being just straight fucked up. The first reason is that after that graduation, I don't have to see those motherfuckers again. My son has to deal with that. That's his problem, not mine. Oh, uh, that's fucked that up. So fucked if he's getting a diploma, you're grown enough to deal with decisions. Daddy had his angry yeah, you juice. Get, no, you get your first diploma pretty young. What are you like? Well, you know what? There's other schools will transfer you, and he graduated. It's, it's a risk. I'll just say that. I'll just say Uncle E gave me the angry juice. Man, fuck that. He'll hate. He'll hate Ernest. The second reason I. The second reason I have for doing that is because. I have already planned to be that father. <laughs> listen. Oh. Listen. I have so we got two. Listen. God damn it. I'm just going to keep it real. My child's probably not going to get a scholarship. So I'm paying 25 stacks a year for this dumb nigga. Or, or this dumb yeah, You clearly don't have no kids. Exactly. Or this motherfucker that go to school. And he got the audacity that I spent like over a goddamn at least fifty to seventy five thousand dollars to come at me to show out. I'm going to show out. Solid. I, I feel like this. I'm going to somebody. Listen, as a person who had to pay their own college tuition by their goddamn self, I deserve it. All right, so we got two. I'm going to tell Malcolm straight up. Listen. I'm going to be drunk at Malcolm's graduation. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't doubt it. Right now, I'm talking. I'm going to talk at the graduation. Malcolm, no, Trent, both of them niggas, I'm going to be. I'm pretty sure his grandfather going to be drunk too. <laughs> so proposing. But I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell. That's, a, that's another project. Just fucking go. I'm going to tell Malcolm straight up. You have two choices in life. You Many people have different kind of fathers. You only have two types. Either you have an alcoholic father or a suicidal father. Whoa, what? That's kind of that's fuck. Yeah, really dark. And, and he's going to spoof. He's going to say, <laughs> he's going to say, daddy. <laughs> Why was he talking like that when he's in college? I don't know. Uncle Chelsea going to come with. Oh, you know what? I might just be sober. So you might just be sober? You gonna be that guy? I'll definitely be a drunk ass child for graduation. Right. And I'm gonna assume that you just gonna be sober. Um, yeah, he doesn't get intoxicated. You don't even drink up. like that anyway. I'm going for mental. Yeah, I drink, but at the same time, it's not even about that. It's about if I'm gonna be sober from that point on. Then. I might be sober at Aunt John because because Trent's last name is Ofer, so it's, that's that's kind of like in the middle. What? <laughs> Wait, what? That'd be no I pay him no mind. No, 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 because it's like in the middle. That's like an hour, hour 25 in. I'm not going to drink. I'll be sober from that point on because at that point, I'll have to be a father longer than I've drunk up to that point. 
Fast. I don't know, because once he graduated after that, you could just get fucked up. I'm definitely that, he's gonna be like, Dad, I'm gonna leave you. I'm sick of this. I'm moving out. He's like, oh bet I can get sold. I'm definitely I'm definitely the I'm, def- right I'm definitely the uncle that sent that nigga a, a sixty pack of Magnum condoms as a care package. Oh my god. And some tasty cakes. No, that happened. That that happened. <laughs> that really happened. I eat my dad. <laughs> no, that that really happened. <laughs> so I think um I would, um, yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to judge me, we might as well just move some furniture before we even we'll start a dialogue. Yeah, but uh, no, but seriously, um, I was taking into consideration, like, yo, would I be that guy? I think it all just depends, but I think I would, that's, that's, I would, I would. I think I'm gonna be that guy. That's not like collecting a check in another country. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be that guy. You know why? God damn it! I'm gonna be that guy that shows up to my son or my daughter's graduation blasted. And that's probably because I'm a little lit right now. But I'm gonna show up blasted because part of it is Elijah's. Like yo, you know what I mean, <laughs> like a part of it is like what Elijah said. Like yo. Fuck it, like, because, whatever, like, never be, never get to drink again. Like, I don't know. Like, call it what you want, but I'm like, damn. We're talking about a life. Drink again? Wait, wait. Is it, yeah, it's never get to drink again, or, or don't never get to drink, period. (laughs) Well, no, 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 never get to drink again, because if you never get to drink, period, you don't know what you're missing anyway, so it doesn't matter. I can, I'm, I'm cool being sober. Fuck it. I'm just gonna go. I'm not. Why, that, because that. One, because that moment is like something special, so I can't. Nah. Yeah, you you taking the safe way out. He taking because he about to get in trouble and shit. No, I'm not getting in trouble. What? He's gonna take the safe way out. If I did say safe way out, he says some crazy shit on this jump. He gonna get the boop boop boop. I got mad dogs in this fight right now, so I can just talk my shit. If I (laughs) see see, my thing is, (laughs) see my thing is, I don't enjoy drinking like that anymore. So, but if it's marijuana, that's a different story. I'll just be sleep. So I'm not that embarrassing. Well, no, but it's but I also said it's weed too. Well, I'm definitely high. Well, I, I said I said you can't either one. You have oh, a sober, well, sober. Oh, meaning meaning no. sober, well, like not I, just alcohol. Sober. No. And I so and but I show up to the graduation snow. There's not a, there's not a graduation up, game yeah. recital play oh, that I'm, I'm not stoned. showing up to one of y'all niggas with sober. Yeah, no, I can sorry. Then I, then I can show up stone because all I'm gonna do is just sleep or just be highly into it. That's about it. Nah, you, I'm talking about sleep. Knock the fuck out, and people looking at you like, "Yo, what is wrong with bull?" Oh. You nah. still ruin. Either way, it's you're ruining. Oh, no. your, yeah, the no, result I, is you're not. You don't get the positive result of. Yeah, no, oh, I'm, I'm enjoying it because that takes away I from. Well, the no, no, really, sober then. It's Ruin not worth that it. shit, Bill's character. <laughs> nah, I'd rather be sober. It's not worth it. No, your son getting something to ruin for him, and then you helping him through it builds character. You ruining it scars your too. child. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not about that. A couple scars. Listen, I think about, I think about Y'all how. Ain't shit. <laughs> but no, I think about how my graduation, my high school graduation went with chairs were being thrown. I don't think the least part of my worries. That were, shit was lit. But the least part of my worries was your parents. Was my mom sauced in the. In, or my father's sauced in the bleachers. Like, I think that I was worried about not getting cracked inside the head with, with, with a chair. So I guess it all it all matters depending on where your child goes to school. First of all, I got, hit, <laughs> first of all, I got no sympathy for that little nigga because I got hit in the back with a chair. Damn sure did. 
But nah, I, yeah, that's a hard one too. I don't nah, know. Just be so I pulled off at our high school graduation. Said fuck y'all niggas. I'm at the Olive Garden. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So we got we got Elijah's drunk. I'm high. You high. Spread sober and sober. And you know what's crazy? You think the two fathers would have been like, yo, I'm sober. Fuck that. This motherfucker got a kid and he just, <laughs> my guy son, he flat out just told me, he was like, yeah, I'm coming in sauce. I'm like, damn, you took my job. <laughs> you took my job. I'm supposed to be the one that comes into his his graduation I'm, I'm sauce. I'm definitely sauce and Malcolm's graduation. Man, listen. I'm definitely sauced. I mean, and that's just a reality. I'm just gonna be sauced. Yeah, he so that I'm not even. Gonna get, I'm already. I'm expecting not to get a graduation he's invitation. Taking a thousand dollars and calling me a day anyway. Facts. Yeah, I'm probably sober for that one too. But uh, yeah. So shout out to Spratt and Ant for being the stand-up citizens. <laughs> I like. I'm. I'm just gonna come sauced. I Super mean, sauced. Say, that's what it's, that's what it say about me. Like, damn, you love you love being sauced that much. I'm like, yo, I'm never gonna be able to. Like ever again. Listen, I'm a DJ. Just because, yeah. because of this. What if now? What if this? What if you go in there sober and that joint crazy as shit and is ghetto as shit? And on top of that, I, I ain't never used the word ghetto. I used the word ghetto in so many years. I mean, why do I use the word ghetto just then now? That's on the fuck is ghetto? The fuck is ghetto? Why do I say ghetto? Yeah, now you about to have what a whole. The fuck is you better have so many tricking now. Yeah, you trash, yo. Yo, you trash. I'm really, I'm really I'm tripping right now. You should keep asking me. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, yo, nobody, yo, this shit is ghetto. What is ghetto? <laughs> so you just so made this shit sound trash. Talking about ghetto. Hey, yo, I'm done. Fuck this, this podcast. This is a housing project. Fuck this podcast, man. This shit ghetto, man. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. But thank you so much for listening because we did entirely too much talking. But we got a lot of shit off of our chest. This is like a good, what, hour and some change, hour and a half. God damn. But yeah, much love. Uh, anybody got anything coming up? Anything important to talk about? February 2nd. It's a Friday, 2018. I am DJing at the Pub Web, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. I'm uh, going to play all your nice jams. Come through, get drunk, uh, support a nigga. Uh, I really appreciate you come out. I got mad shit to play for you, for you guys. Uh, it'll be the kickoff to your Super Bowl weekend. So come through in your Eagles gear. Uh, I might buy you a drink. I might not. Depends on if I fuck with you or not. But you know, take that chance. Uh, you should call fuck the with event nigga. Beanie's Eagles. I'm yes. not. I might call it that. And, and if you don't know where the pub web is, that is at fifteen twenty seven Cecil B Moore Avenue, Philadelphia, PA one nine one nine one two one. That's why he oh, gets ten okay. percent. Need cash. That's why he gets ten percent. It's so my money, and I want it now. <laughs> so that's this weekend, pub web. This weekend, February. pub web. February 2nd. That's this Friday. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> please come out, support, and enjoy yourself. It's about what we add in value to you. You know what I'm saying? D- DJ Reject Grief. He about to fuck this joint up. You know what I'm saying? And this shit going to be lit. Anything else? You got you dropped you dropped the mix a couple weeks ago. I dropped the mix a couple weeks ago. Is uh, doing real good on uh, SoundCloud. It got picked up by a couple of blogs, a couple of websites. Uh, it's getting played in a couple of countries. Uh, USA, 
Canada, shout out to Canada, Netherlands. Um, I'm probably gonna drop another mix after the steam dies down on that. Um, I got asked to do a couple iTunes and Spotify playlists. Probably gonna drop that. Um, got hit up to drop a couple EPs. I'm probably gonna drop one to three EPs depending on how this situation goes. But I keep you guys detailed on that. But you know, I'm not. I'm keeping my foot on y'all niggas' necks. You know what I'm saying? It's foot on next season. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with y'all. I am not playing with y'all at all. At all. I'm coming for my spot. Keep y'all shit tight. Because if I catch y'all slipping, I'm oh choking niggas I'm ready to go out. fuck home. <laughs> this nigga Reef, yo. He been he, on, he he been he on, on one. Tonight, yo. Is that Henny? This nigga got on this Henny and got on one tonight. Anybody else got anything coming up? Damn. This nigga Reef, he got a, vin- yo, you got to find that V for Vendetta mask. This I'm nigga just, got. I'm just saying, I'm tired of denying my own goddamn talent. Well, then fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? That's what he we wanna, out here he to do. You feel me? We out here to get it. But, uh, Baja, anything else? Any other movies? I know you got one coming up with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no, my bad. That was the other I movie. I already did that one, actually. <laughs> I'm, excuse me. I meant Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, no, you already did that one, too. Yeah, yeah Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson Sylvester Stallone, Sarah Paulson, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, the Kruger guy. That's going to be a disaster. That shit. Um, uh, no, I actually just had a, <laughs> a horror film just drop. It was supposed to drop Halloween. It got dropped now. Um, I can't give anybody the footage. I can show you guys right now if you want, and my reel from it, if you guys want after this cuts. But I realized that once stuff comes out and it circulates to film festivals, they have to like not have it on YouTube and Vimeo and all of that kind of shit because film festivals want exclusive footage. So. But yeah, it's called Cold and Calculated, and I basically play in a, uh, a guy named Dave, who's at uh, Community College, and his teacher might or might not be the devil. Watch the movie and find out. That's lit. So he's still doing shit. Express a lot of here flourishing and things that don't concern y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that right? Yeah, man. Out here living. We don't you know talk. What and uh, that's for myself. Um, yeah, just doing this podcast. Um, about to do a couple other things I can't really mention. I talked about Hospital Whiskey last week. Hospital Whiskey is coming. Um, <clears throat> the Quit Work Make Music Tour is in April. Starts in April. And uh, that's pretty much all I can really disclose right now. I am currently working on a lot of different things. So you shall see. We shall see. And uh, shout out to Boy Wonder vs. The World podcast. Uh, that's starting up season two um, next week or something like that. So that should be dope. And, uh, and you yeah. got he's here and he's uh, he's wearing a old paper route shirt. Shout out to Make Wonders Worldwide. I need that hoodie. For, um, his new hoodies. Yeah, I need that. Ant-Man is wearing his old, uh, wearing the old vintage paper route, which was Make Wonder's first clothing line, which was pretty dope. Um, I'm afraid I'm get some money for it later when 
it's like a collector's item. Yo, that shit might be lit. I might hit that. Wonders is like the most world-renowned <laughs> dude with the camera in the world. I'm like, I got this paper route shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and go out. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, title, all streaming platforms. My album, Underestimated 2, is available now. And it is doing very well. Um, sales just rolled in. I bought it. And it's pretty... Fucking dope to see that people are really supporting this album. You want all streams, stream it twice, tell your, your aunties, your uncles. Yeah, just stream that shit, man. Tell just everybody, stream it. Yeah, oh, stream, so, no, no, fuck that. Stream and buy it. Yeah, please. I, I please do buy, buy it, though. I do both. Look, look, let me tell you something real quick. Buy it. Buy, buy artist albums because the streaming, I'll tell you now, I appreciate it. I really do. But if you but if you see how much money we made per stream, Nipsey you would, you would shoot yourself and you don't even do music. But yeah, that's pretty much it though. Um we're about to get out of here. This has been a fun time. Uh once again, this is the Glorious Bastards Podcast. And we thank you for listening on iTunes. Subscribe now. Subscribe with comments. Read it, review it, tell it, tell your friends about it, and tell us what you think. And oh announce we do have a Patreon page if you want to support us. Patreon as well. Please, if you want to support us on that, please go to. What is that real quick? Sprat pulling up the Patreon, and then we're going to get up out of here. I have some Henny to finish. <laughs> Patreon backslash Glorious Bastards Podcast. There we go. Patreon.com. And if you support us on that, because, you know, bros need some fun to keep this thing going, we, we can drop off some exclusive content and plenty of prizes and giveaways. There you go. So, yeah. It's been another week. Glorious Masters Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Ehas for Ant-Man. Reject Reef. Jay Spratt. Elijah Republican Davis. We'll see you next week. Booyah! Fuck y'all, y'all don't support. Y'all need a dick. <laughs>